0: Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing
1: started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Sitting in with my producer, Ballad.
0: Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are dirt. You make me sick, you big baby.
2: Uh, that is not the button i press, but I'm okay with it. I like
1: it. I like it. That's a good mistake. uh <laughs> Today is June 26th, Tuesday, as always, coming to you from Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Sports Buzz, a podcast we talk sports, and get a buzz on, as always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery
2: we are for every, any, and all occasions. Absolutely
1: right. If you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please follow us, subscribe, give us some five-star reviews, and just let us know how we're doing. If you like the show, if you don't, just tell us. Uh, if you don't like it, then fuck you. Uh, I
0: can't.
1: <laughs> but uh, share it out with your friends if you do like it. Um, today... If you hate
2: it, share it with your enemies. You know, Give them the displeasure of listening to us talk.
1: There you go. Uh we are without our two co hosts, uh Chad and Coach. Uh
2: but we do have Domingo Flamingo in the house.
0: Wade.
2: Uh Domingo, thank you for being here. Thank you for being on time, and thank you for not talking out of turn. Prompt uh, as usual. Job. He's always
1: here. Um but uh Lana here for now. For now. She is she's been quiet tonight. I did see her breathing though, so I really tired. I think
2: she's still alive. That when you get older, you get tired, and you go to sleep earlier, and you, uh, <laughs> and you don't require as much care, which has been nice for me. Uh, really <laughs> nice for me. Uh,
1: this is our amateur hour. Got to talk about our sponsors from day one, Strangeland Brewery. A lot of big things coming. Um, Strangeland is going to be with pretty much in every single city in the state of Texas.
2: Pretty much every city, county, jail cell you can find, baby. You can get it anywhere now. And if you can't, ask them, why not? Yeah. Demand it. Tell them exactly. to follow them at, at Strangeland Brew and get that beer in your marketplace because it is delicious.
1: Yep, they got the new one, the Margarita Goza, out in stores now. It's a great summer beer. They got a peach coming uh, pretty soon. Not sure the exact release date on that or if there'll be a party or not, but that should be coming soon. A new beer every month. Um, Man, the one coming... The month after the peach is definitely one of my favorites. It started as a limited release, and I can't wait for it. Ooh. But you're gonna have to wait to find out what that one is. Uh our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground, in New Bronfels, Texas. Go check them out in the middle of River Road. Go camp, go tube. Uh just go hang out at the river. Uh it's the water's low, but the water's still cold and it's hot outside. It's nice, refreshing uh dip to get into the river and you also get live music every weekend so check out their website mountainbreezecamp.com uh this weekend jake worthington from the voice will be on the show uh, some good texas country some good original old school feel country from a young guy who uh who can really sing so go check out mountain breeze bringing some strange lands with you so you have a good time uh, follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. As I mentioned, MountainBreezeCamp.com. Let's go ahead and get into some show business. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we are without Chad. Don't know where he is. We are without Coach. I do know where Coach is. Signing his wife away.
2: Pretty life much. His wife away. He's signing his life away to get a wife.
1: He, he did sign his life away, and congratulations, She's Coach. He's wife. He did get engaged in Spain today, so congratulations to coach and
2: Emily Well, technically if you're listening to this, it was in the past yeah a couple of about ninety six hours ago yeah
1: Tuesday Tuesday would be the day that he was engaged
2: well, technically was it Tuesday in Spain yes it was I'm asking yes I don't know yes, th- I don't know how time zones work
1: uh there's a seven hour difference hmm. six hour difference okay I don't know yeah see we had this i've got you second guessing it now we had this conversation in the text i was like why are you up at seven o'clock in the morning and he was like oh blah blah blah. it's a six hour time difference or whatever um but yeah that's a story for another day uh he'll be back next week don't know if chad will be back
2: still don't know where the fuck that guy is but uh it's the end of the quarter got a lot of vacuums to push at the end of the quarter (laughs) these vacuums aren't going to push themselves okay it's sweepstakes the end of June, baby. Q2, it's a big time of the year. Fair enough. Gotta hit your number. Go get him, Chad. But, uh, Ballad, you're gonna be gone for a while. I'm gonna be gone for a real long time. Uh, Which, the more I think about it, um, I don't know what you guys are gonna do without me. I might not have the best sports knowledge on this show, but I am the one who gets all of this put together into one digital place where it can then be posted online for all 15 of you to listen to. Yeah. But... It's going to be interesting to see um, if you guys can figure out how to do that. I thought about maybe I'll like make a document that's like step-by-step. Step. Here's what you need to do to post an episode. Uh, but that requires me doing a lot of work, which if you listen to the show, you know I am not a big fan of.
1: You do a lot of work as it is. Uh, you know, I wouldn't know how to do the uh, adding in of the intro, the break songs, the... People calling in. I don't know how to do that. I just know how to hit record and start talking. I can talk for days. It's yeah. just the uh, the whole recording and adding other clips, and that's where you lose me.
2: Yeah, so um, I am starting to think about planning for how you guys will post this episode in my absence. So uh, much much like everything we do here, I'll probably be right on time for this one. Um, but <laughs> it should be interesting to see what I come up with, because uh, I, I basically have to make it Dale proof because you're the only one who comes here with a computer. Uh, this is true. Th- these two jokers barely bring their pencils, uh, m- much less a, a laptop capable of, of doing this type of, yeah. uh, this type of recording. So, uh, we will see what happens. Uh, it could be the end of sports, bus. it which, might again, be the end of it fine with me,
1: at least for a couple weeks, for sure. You can be gone for like a month.
2: About. 3ish 3ish 4ish weeks.
1: Mm. Yeah, we we may be dead for a month. Uh but we'll figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll get something going.
0: Well, I'll be damned.
1: But uh we did take a show bet tonight yeah, well, we being did. that uh it is baseball season, there's nothing else going on. Uh we took the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Miami Marlins and we have at least
2: for the time being pushed our bet. We had the over at 8 right now it's Arizona 5. Miami three, and I'm feeling I'm feeling much better about this than I was at the beginning of the game. Uh, we turned the game on when it was zero zero in the third, and uh, the bats really lit up. Uh, I think my my theory that bad defense means lots of runs is is working out. Damn it! That thought a, I thought was thought was gonna. I thought that was in the gap.
0: Thought um,
1: that was in the gap. We just need one more run. We need one more run, in our bet caches, uh, which would be a first for you and I. I think we're not very good.
2: Yeah, we never, we never get this. Uh, we never see wins. eye to eye.
1: I wanted the under. You took the over. Um, so far,
2: your bet is definitely looking better than mine. Yeah. So we will see. Um, I'm really excited for the next person we have coming on the show.
1: I am too. This is a good interview. We talk some World Cup. Uh go ahead and, and uh
2: introduce what we got coming up. Yeah, we have our first uh British man coming on the phone. And and what sorry, but before we do that, what's the difference between being English and British? Are those the same? It's the same. It's the same. It's okay. the it's it's
1: Great Britain, but
2: he's from England.
1: Um okay. uh, as he told us. And you know, it
2: you can say either. It okay. Just depends on uh how much you love your country, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh he uh, works with me, uh, and he played soccer for the University of North Carolina. So, without further ado, welcome on my good friend, Lee Rudder. All right, welcoming on to the Sports Buzz for the very first time, my new coworker and good friend, Mr. Lee Rudder. Le- Lee, what's going on tonight, man?
0: Go, uh, go it going oh, guys beautiful hot
1: evening here and looking forward to joining you though. yeah it's good to have you on lee we're ready to talk some uh some football here with you um now
2: not real football though that that fake stuff that they're they're <laughs> playing overseas in russia right now
1: give us give us uh, a little intro on you and, and tell us about your background in soccer yeah sure so i um
0: England the home of rock and the great Nottingham Forest. Been in America for about ten years now. Spent a lot of that time in North in a, uh, and then moved to Austin about here in a couple of months ago and recently started with Ballad. Uh, but yeah. I've been playing all my life like pro so up until about 10, and then got recruited if I'm on a scholarship to North Carolina. Um but yeah. Again, about the World Cup. England are obviously doing quite well. Um, the path presentation so far, so excited to be where they
1: thought. Yeah, speaking of speaking of England, uh I did watch a couple of videos of their uh their watch parties. It's gotta make you feel a little envious, a little uh jealous that you're not over there watching with those guys, huh?
0: Uh yeah, yeah. I I know the conversations have already started maybe get a little bit of ahead of ourselves, but the unexpected work to happen that we make then, um, a plane ticket to London. It's probably something that's gonna happen in one of those watch parties So look just so far once in a lifetime opportunity.
2: Yeah. Hey Lee, uh can, can you give us like an English uh soccer tradition, like either for players or for fans, like What's something that maybe some of us in the states might not know about when it comes to uh, the, the old the footy traditions over the pond? Uh, in footy traditions, we
0: is that we do absolutely anything, uh, whether that be <laughs> political or whether that be something joking. We have songs um, for pretty and usually kind of to the the that you already know, but whether it be whether it be making fun of somebody we're around um, it's traditional is you off know, before games and
2: then that, that madness necessarily the game nice well uh may, maybe we'll uh we'll learn one of your songs sometime and when when england wins we'll we'll <laughs> sing it on the podcast sure,
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: Well, one tradition that I uh, that I that we have uh, is definitely just drinking for everything. Uh, I saw a lot of drinks going down. Um, you know, have you been drinking along with these guys? It's got to be. Uh, it's a little early in the morning for us, but uh, you know, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Oh, absolutely. Prime example was
0: Sunday's game. We kicked off at seven. Had some, uh, you know, stop the motors with a couple of my five- other. And then, yeah, the were flowing. Uh, Six-one six one games, as you can imagine. Uh, it was quite an excitable day. And obviously, the more that we scored, the more that we drink. So, thank <laughs> you know,
2: for the boys. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, this World Cup, uh, I think it's the first time in Russia. Uh, but you were mentioning that this is the first time that for another part of the game as well. Uh, what, what were you talking about earlier? Yeah, so
0: it's the, the first real major tournament, uh, VAR, so Video Assistant Referee. Um, so, essentially, having to go to a rebound decision. So, it's been quite impactful. Oh, there's been a lot of penalties awarded, some penalties not awarded, based on actually going to a team of referees, who so are reviewing that, um, and then making the approach, which we've never actually really seen in a big tournament, uh, just in the game itself. I think it's been around a year now, uh, but first time in a major
1: yeah, it's definitely played a big factor. Uh, most recently, today in the Argentina Nigeria game, um, tell me what you thought about that game uh, and the the handball that was not called in the box, uh, which could have given Nigeria their second penalty of the game. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, thing that I think is the beautiful thing about the sport, you know, you look before the game, um, Argentina had to win. Um, some other things that could have happened if, if it could be in Croatia, that might be a different you know, I, I think it's typical of, you know, a lot of pressure on Messi's shoulders in particular one of the best players in the world he did come to the um, an exciting game that my, my thoughts on it were it, it could have gone either way, but I think that the way that the ball was uh, he actually had it on through his own hand, his arm was in the, in the way and it was and I think him actually hitting ball on his hand actually gave the Nigerian guy a better chance than he would have done before. So I think it was, a, uh, but then again, just having the ability to play uh, is it, 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 it impactful, and we're seeing a lot of interest.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I want to get your take. Do you do you agree with the VAR, or are you against it? You are more of a naturalist, and the rest should make the decisions.
0: Yeah, well, that price. Prior to- I think it's going, to, it's going to dramatically slow down. Uh, but I don't think it has. I, I think, you know, it's made for some, some great decisions. It's really sticking out in my mind is um, when Neymar, who is quite, you know, tends to go down quite easily. And one one situation in the box where he sold it, he takes it. Um, it must be a penalty where they reviewed it, and then, you know, they But I, I think, I think, I, the game, and I think a lot of games, especially the as an England of our games, we could have definitely done with being reviewed and then being going our way.
2: I've got another idea for how they could improve officiating in this in this uh, in this sport of yours. Uh let's get rid of how the let's get rid of the the automated video guys, and why don't we just have yeah. a an official for every player on the field? There would be twenty two officials running around, and that way. Nobody can flop because you've got one person watching you the whole time, and they'll they'll be able to tell on you, they'll tattletale on you if you do any flopping. What, what, do, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think, You should uh, you should present that defeat. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fantastic. Um, all right, well let's talk. I mean, about- I just
2: well, I just feel bad. That there's one guy <laughs> on the field, and he's got to police the entire game. Like, of course, <laughs> of course, bad things. Are, th- th- People are gonna cheat. That that's just part of the game, and and I I I just I hate flopping in soccer, but I understand why they do it because they've got to try to get the attention of the of the official because he can only be so many yeah. places at once. But that's why I say let's let's just let's put ten of them on the field to see if see if flopping stops there.
0: I would love to, to try and get rid of. Him to Neymar, he does it, and it's it's quite embarrassing to see. It. Yeah trying to get the foul but it sometimes did.
1: it's just annoying to watch these players roll around you would know that they're not hurt oh yeah i i totally agree and um there's several countries that are notorious for it but uh you know let's let's talk about some of those other teams who's been the most impressive team that you've watched so far this world cup um yeah,
0: so belgium one of one of my put part england play them this thursday mm-hmm <laughs> They haven't really. They haven't played against anybody that's been a true. Um, I had. I've been, actually, I, I've had them uh, quite a long time winning the whole tournament. So it was interesting to see their journey. Everybody I've seen so far, I mean, Croatia looks. Everybody I've seen so far looks beatable. And you're seeing, you know, people are letting goals in. Uh, so I just—it's really dependent. I think uh, without getting too excited, I think we. Um. But there's always heavy England. So I don't know. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself.
2: Definitely excited to where we can get. Hey, on the on the flip side of that question, who who's having the worst showing? Who is who is came in with big expectations and has just totally shit
0: the bed? Um, you'd have to probably throw either in there getting that first win. Also argue that you know Spain not made an easy side of being. Team, and also with the Germans being the, uh, you know, the hunting so far. I think that's what's been so in the tournament is a lot of the big have struggled to get by so far, but it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. I
1: I agree with all three of those teams. I think Spain, Germany and uh Argentina have really struggled. Um now it'll be interesting to see what uh what the rest of this thing does, but you know, the Mexican side has played better than they have in any previous world cup and you know that's close to home where we're at so that's been probably the biggest buzz around here in my opinion
0: yeah definitely and they, and they look, I mean they've created so many every game that they played. right and they haven't scored them but uh, the half the battle is creating and I think going forward so that they could be a dark horse
1: <laughs> yeah i like the way they're playing but um, it's been a high-scoring World Cup. Uh, we just finally had our first uh, nil-nil draw today between uh, France and Denmark. Uh, is it? Yeah. Is it just that the offenses are that good, or, or I mean,
0: uh,
1: are the goalies uh, just not up to par? Yes. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, a statistic uh, earlier today I was quite surprised. So I kind of love that, but But I think when I when I look other uh, teams that have won the World Cup—they've always had really solid uh, defense. Mm. I don't think anybody, any team that as fast is, you know, I look at them. It's going to be hard to score on them because everybody's susceptible to goals. So it's just yes, it's been an interesting
2: tournament so far. I got a question. So we're about to move past the group stage and into the knockout rounds. What, what team? What team is going to sneak their way into the knockout rounds and? and and really shouldn't be there.
0: Uh, that's a tough question. We I think we still got with a couple of games playing uh, actually get through. I do not really know if people like Japan could get through that would maybe would play England. Uh, I prefer that if England were... Finish our group second to be on the other side. I don't. I really don't know because I don't know that anybody shouldn't be there because
2: everybody's so unpredictable. I don't know. What are your thoughts? the answer? The, that you think? The, the answer was France? Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about France, <laughs> but, but they are weak as fucking everything else they do. So the the correct answer was france Put it up the next time. <laughs> uh, is Say again? I said, Franks are a bit of a dog. They got, they've got depth in their squad. I haven't really clicked yet. Well, you know, they've never won anything before, so I guess they're due. You know, you gotta you got to win something yeah. at some point, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, Lee. Hey, give us... Uh, I know the bracket hasn't been filled out yet, so this is probably yep. uh, difficult, more difficult than it sounds, but... Give us a give us a final four. You know, don't don't even think about the bracket. Just based on how people are playing, what's your final four? And and from there, let's let's pick a champion. Um, I think
0: I, uh, I think I think Spain will get in there. I think Brazil will get in there. I think. I'm gonna,
1: really, I'm gonna say that
0: England are gonna get in there. Homer pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying optimistic, uh, I, know, I really don't. Know. I'm trying to just think without pulling it up to see what's even possible I and mean, who else could could meet there. Um, uh, I mean the Germans. I think the Germans could have the bracket as well, depending on how some results. I'm not, I'm not too sure. France would probably one of the strongest teams that I think that are. Have, have
2: I, I like all of those picks, but somehow Russia's gotta be in there. Because you know Putin's you so? Putin's gonna do his thing. You know, he's gonna you know do some oh, funny yeah. business and they're on his home turf, so this is the, the perfect place for all that to go down.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Inclusion
1: galore. <laughs> Love it. Love
2: it. All right, Lee and and God save the Queen. Is is England your, your winner? Oh, yeah, let's yes, let's do it. Yes.
0: I'm all in. I'm all in, I... Love it.
2: I'm all with you. I, 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 want, I want England to win just so I can see the aftermath of whatever will happen after after they win oh, in be, your life.
0: It's going to be wild. Oh, yeah, that'll be a yeah, hell
2: of a pie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Lee, thanks for calling on the Sports Buzz. We will have to try to get you back on before the World Cup's over if you're up for it. Yeah, we'd love to yeah, Awesome. Thanks, Lee. Talk to you next time. All right, thanks. All right, that was our World Cup
1: talk with Lee Rudder. Now it's time to go ahead and get into some chicken wing guesses before we get into uh, a break. Um, I think Domingo the Flamingo said he was feeling uh, a little garlic parm this week.
2: Ooh, a garlic parm from Domingo the Flamingo. Okay. Um, Dale, before you guess, let me give you a little hint, okay? Okay, let's hear it. We're not having chicken wings this week. We'll be right back.
0: Oh. Those just me, trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby Do you feel
1: the vibes Welcome back to the of Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. Sitting in with my producer, Ballad. And that was a messed up thing you just did there. Yeah, that was messed up, man. Me and Domingo were looking forward to uh, to some chicken wings. I was looking forward to guessing. I figured for sure, with these two jack wagons gone, thought we were gonna get lucky, get a little mango habanero,
2: get something spicy, maybe mm. something new. So t- to be honest, I was very excited for chicken wings today. And what had happened was, I, what had happened was, I had been at a bachelor party all weekend, and my life is in just in total shambles. <laughs> and I was. I usually get chicken wings on Sunday to have the marinade, you know, all on for two days and then mm. I cook them for us. Yeah. But uh, obviously I could not do that with my, uh, me not being here in Austin. So my, my idea was that I was going to leave work, pick up chicken wings on the way and do like a dry rub, something that wasn't going to take as long to marinate. Sure. And I got home and just forgot to go to HGB. Just never, never, ever happened. So uh, if it makes you feel better, I also don't have any lunch for tomorrow, so um, not sure what we're gonna do there. Uh, but yeah, sorry, not having chicken wings. What's
1: tonight. your what's your go to when you don't have lunch? Do you, you have a go to spot where you you hit up?
2: If I don't have lunch, I usually will scour the uh, office fridge. Usually. Oh, you're
1: that guy just stealing people's lunches or what?
2: Well, no, we have a we have a fridge that you put your stuff in if you brought stuff, and then there's a community fridge. The office uh, manager buys like sandwich stuff. Uh, you could scrounge up some ramen noodles if you'd like. Um, I used to have a go to when I worked in my old office before we moved. It was Modern Market. It's very good. Uh, now I, ha- I don't have as many options that I can walk to. Mm. There'll probably be a food truck there tomorrow that I could go to. I don't know what, oh. what's on the docket uh, for that though. But okay. Um, yeah. So could, I could saw, be hungry for a while. I saw something today. Or actually, I might make a like a, a a toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Toasted peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, dude. If uh, let me tell you, this yeah. is a thing. This yeah. is a real thing. Have you never had a toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No. You don't toast your bread when you make a peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> no. You're blowing dude. my mind right now. Is this a this is a real thing? Dude, I'm i tempted to stop the show right here and go make oh peanut my butter god. and jelly. Oh my god! What you do is, and the the real secret here is, you can get yourself a, a bagel. A toasted bagel peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ooh. It's very messy because once the peanut butter hits the warm bagel, it starts dripping through the hole and it's it's getting all over the place. It's not something you want to do while you're wearing a suit or anything, but right. if you've if you've got the time and you've got the proper clothing on, toast you a bagel, peanut butter one side, jelly the other, mm. going to sit for a couple, about thirty seconds or so. And then just let that peanut butter start to melt all over the. Bag. Looks oh, like it's... you're starting to salivate just thinking about I'm this. Very hungry. Like I said, I haven't had dinner tonight, and I don't have dinner plans yet. So, dang um, man. But yeah, if anyone out there who's not toasting whatever bread they are using for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, this is you've uh, been doing it wrong for a very long
1: time. This is a game changer. Gotta say, totally I'm gonna try. Changer. I'm gonna
2: try this thing out. I'm excited. While well, we're talking about it, we don't have a whole lot to talk about. So. We don't. So let's talk. To- um, let's just talk. If if you make a sandwich. <laughs> Are are you cutting your sandwich in half or are you just eating it No, I just out? eat it. I don't cut it in half. Oh, I always cut my sandwiches in half. Yeah? You... It's like two sandwiches.
1: Do you do you like be- let me ask you this, what's better? One sandwich or two sandwiches? Two sandwiches it's... is definitely better. Are you uh are you a straight cut in half two rectangles or are you cutting corner to
2: corner, giving you two triangles? Corner to corner every time. Okay. You gotta maximize the space of non-crust that you get versus having three crusts. You just get two crust on that. Why don't you just cut the crust off? Well, because I'm not a child, okay? I'm going to eat the crust. It's fine. I'm were not... you
1: a crust off kind of kid As no, when I mean, you were growing up? Because I definitely
2: was. You seem like you were. I was a non-crust guy for a long time in life. See, I'm not scared of crust.
1: I'm not scared anymore. I just enjoyed all middle of the sandwich. That's the best part. Well,
2: just because you enjoy the best part doesn't mean you don't have to deal with the worst part. That's life. That's part of life. <laughs> That's a life lesson that everyone should learn early. Really, if you have kids and you're cutting the crust off, you're doing them a huge disservice.
1: <laughs> but you're also being parent of the year because no crust is phenomenal. Have you ever had an uncrustable PB&J? Uh, No, I've not. They're delicious and maybe a new option for you. I don't know if you can toast those. Yeah, well, how are you going to
2: toast that? You got, you've not, not nothing to grab. <laughs> Your bread's going to fall apart in the toaster.
1: Well, you leave it in the fridge, so
2: it's, it's cold. I mean, see, that's the way most people eat a PB&J. See, that's the opposite of the way I'm going. I'm trying to warm my sandwich up. All right, here's another sandwich question. Are you a cold cuts guy, or do you want that thing toasted? Depends on the place I go. If
1: I go to well, Firehouse, don't. obviously, you're getting a nice... Toasted Sub. Sure. If I go to Subway, I'm probably going to get a Toasted Sub.
2: Who? I hate it. Subway. I hate Subway. I hate
1: Subway. But if I had to go to Subway, I'd get
2: a Toasted Sub. Because in America, you would never have to go to Subway.
1: It's okay. true. But when I worked near Subway, that was the closest place. Not many options. You either do that or you do Canes every day.
2: And I Dude, couldn't do Canes every day. I might go to Canes after this. That sounds <laughs> delicious.
1: But, uh, you know, if I go to... Jimmy John's or a uh, big fan of a uh, Thundercloud. Yeah. You, Places
2: you, where you don't have the option to toast. You don't
1: have the option. So you just got to enjoy a nice, delicious sandwich.
2: I do love a good cold cut. Yeah.
1: Do you love a good cold cut? I'm a big fan of the uh, New York Italian. Yeah.
2: Um, You know what? I just decided I'm going to work in a food debate every uh, every episode <laughs> yes. of this show. I'm not going to put it on the show, God. I'm just going to throw it in at it. some point in the show because – we can only talk so much front page news, but that's what we're going to next, boys. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. All right, so the first item on the agenda Alabama has a 15 year old recruit that looks like he might be 30 years old. Uh, the gentleman's name is Julian Simon. He is 6'1, 220, and looks like a tank. Oh T- There's no way a kid's 15. 15 years old. No way. Running back. Good Lord. He, uh, this is bad podcast, but you know, just just Google 15-year-old Alabama recruit. He looks like he's been in the NFL for at least three or four years. He looks like he already
1: starts for Alabama.
2: Yeah, which I would say is a, a downplay to what I said. But...
1: Well, yeah, but he looks like he's already the starting running back. This is ridiculous. He's like 6'4". Why can't... Why can't Texas get these recruits? Okay. Oh, we get the recruits. They just don't ever turn into anything. There's no no development with these yeah. young kids. Yeah, that was... Uh, 15 years old. Yeah, how that's, amazing is that? That's bullshit, honestly. I, I want to check that kid for, for all sorts of growth hormones. <laughs> <laughs> I want to check him for everything.
2: Um. Next on Front Page News, South Florida has hired... One of the college football playoff executives as their new athletic director, Mister Michael Kelly, taken on the new role in South Florida. Thoughts?
1: Hmm. Um, I don't know. Does he? I mean, obviously, if he's part of the the uh, playoff committee, then he knows a little bit of football. But um, has he ever run another program before? Is a real question, and. and Charlie Strong may be in for some tough couple of years with some athletic director who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, just a businessman, doesn't know football, baseball, or basketball. So,
2: I don't know. It's, it's an interesting move. Maybe a little bit of a reach, in my opinion. Yeah, I am trying to see. He was the COO uh, for the CFP since 2012. And he served as the associate athletic director, uh, for external affairs at USF under former AD Leroy Selman. So, uh, he's been in athletic director type roles. I don't know if he's ever actually held one. Yeah, external affairs. That's not the
1: the athletic director of the program. So, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a great move on paper. Uh, but only time will tell, I guess, but I don't know, man. I think I'd rather have somebody who's done that,
2: that shit before, before I hire them to be my athletic director. Um, what I think is really interesting about this is, so this guy obviously was with the CFP. Now he goes to a non power five school. Do we see maybe a group of five that goes undefeated that now it with someone in their corner, you know, that, that that has ties to the uh, the playoff committee. If, like, if, if South Florida and somehow Charlie Strong, like, if Charlie Strong got fired next year and they got a good coach who came in and turned a that program coach. around and they went undefeated, <laughs> do they have now a tie and a, a, maybe a, a case to make to find their way in the uh, the uh, playoffs?
1: Uh, probably not. If UCF didn't get in, then South Florida's not going to get in. But... I mean, I guess it depends on what the other teams in the in college football do that year. But no, nah, I don't. I don't see it happening. But I like the way you uh, you phrase that. You like that? If they get him a good coach, if they got a, if they got. A if good they coach. fire Charlie Strong and get a good coach, yeah, maybe. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, maybe letting Kiffin will jump ship at UCA, or I mean, uh, Florida Atlantic, go over to South Florida.
2: That's a good coach right there. We will see. Okay, um, <laughs> next on the docket, uh, parents of Washington State's Tyler Uh oh, I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, said that they that he definitely had CTE, um, and this is the uh, the gentleman who committed suicide from uh, Washington State. If, yeah, if you, if you do recall. Yeah. Um, so the the questions being asked did football kill tyler
1: i did see this story today um i mean if they didn't do a full autopsy and check his brain then this is all hearsay it's all just the parents trying to get money out of this from from the ncaa
2: uh, I mean, Let me stop you right there. The parents of Washington State quarterback Tyler Helensky say an autopsy performed after his January suicide showed evidence of chronic traumatic enthopilia. Yeah, CTE. Yeah. CTE in his brain. So apparently they did have one. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, well, in that case, I mean, then yes, yeah, football did kill him. Uh, there's no maybe or possibly about it it's either yes or no um you know you get hit enough in the head it's gonna it's gonna fuck up your brain and uh ct brings along a lot of depression with it and yeah i think that all the shots to the head is is what drove this guy to kill himself and it, it sucks as much as it does but It's just a nature of the sport. Like, you signed up to play this sport as a kid. And now, at this point in time, we know what shots to the head do to you. And we know how bad it really is. So, uh, I don't know really where to go from there. But, yeah, CTE is a real thing. And these guys struggle with it every single day. I mean, boxers and UFC fighters and rugby players mm-hmm. they all deal with the same thing but you signed up to play that sport you signed up to try and make millions of dollars and play professionally so you know what you were getting into before you started playing it yep and i think the same same could go for wrestling you know you're if you get slammed to the to the mat it's still a mat but your your head is hitting the ground your brain is moving around in your head so yeah
2: if anything with less no helmets so right um, on a lighter note, uh, there have been some new rules, some little rules or rules. Oh no, I making hate its rules. its way into, uh, front page news. The college football has a new red shirt rule. Now, uh, pl- students can play up to four games without having to burn a red shirt. What? Yeah.
1: So if they play at all, like... Four plays, like one play per game.
2: Yeah, you can play. You can play in up to four games before you have to burn your red shirt. Wow, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, first impression. Is your first time hearing about this? Yeah. First, what's your first impression? My first impression
1: is it's fantastic. You know, now now you can let a kid come in and and see what he's got, and if it's worth burning that red shirt, then you play him all season long. But if you think he still needs development then you get to keep him and he's a freshman next year. I think that's awesome. That you can develop somebody without, you know, because it used to be just you. if you walk into a game and play one play, that red shirt's gone. Mm-hmm. Unless you get some sort of medical red shirt, you get hurt like game one or two, um, which is rare. But yeah, that's that's badass, man. I really like that. That's, that's good stuff from the NCAA. Good yeah, for them.
2: I think this is huge for quarterbacks. Yes. And I think you're going to see a lot of quarterbacks transfer more often because the there's also new NCA rules that – um and I don't have them exactly in front of me. That, I know what you're talking about. are basically pro-transfer yeah. for players. Yeah, you,
1: because you, it used to be the school can either say – can allow your transfer or deny your transfer. Well, now the school has no choice. If you want to transfer, you can transfer.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is also huge for the group of five schools, the non-Power Fives. I think any time that you've got – uh, players that are going to be quarterbacks are going to be transferring more. Some of that's going to trickle down to the group of five. So uh, I think you are going to see a lot of that.
1: I'm excited. That's a cool rule right there. I like that a lot. The rules are rules. Uh, that's the rules are rules right there. Anything else on front page news?
2: That is going to do it for front page news. We, do too, we don't want to do too much. You know, it's Chad's favorite segment. Yeah. And, uh, although if we if we never did it when he was here, we would we would never do it. But. Uh, <laughs> He'd be so upset. He'd be super sad, uh, which I'd be fine with. Uh, Dale, tell me a little about the College World Series. I have no idea what's going on. Well, we are actually into the
1: uh, into the finals.
2: Uh, so it's almost over. It's almost over.
1: We're almost there. Uh, let me see if I can get something pulled up here. But we're, we're down to the last two. And it's Arkansas and Oregon State. Your beavers have made it to the finals. So good on you for loving loving the beavers. Big beaver guy. I know
2: you're a big beaver guy. A big beaver guy, baby. You like your beavers nice and big? me just... that beaver. <laughs> I just want it active. I just want it I want it good. <laughs>
1: uh but yeah, Arkansas was the team that beat Texas game one. Um Ooh. yeah, the old the old uh southwest conference rivals but uh yeah we got a game going on right now actually arkansas is up let's see four to one in the bottom of the seventh in game one game one was supposed to be last night on monday uh that was postponed because it's still been raining non-stop in omaha um but arkansas and oregon state arkansas got through florida which was huge, Oregon State got through, had to beat Mississippi State twice, and Oregon State's bats have come alive. They, uh, they are scary dangerous when they get on a roll because they lost their opening game. And if I had to battle through the loser's bracket, had to win a couple of winner go home games, and then uh, had to beat Mississippi State back-to-back days just to get to the finals, um, Mississippi State was the Cinderella in this tournament. And great story. They shouldn't have even been there. The only reason they got to Omaha was to walk off on their last strike of the game against Florida State in their uh, regionals. But when Oregon State gets hot and they start fly- like flowing with each other and kind of get on the same page, it is terrifying. Those guys have been hitting the cover off the baseball. Um. Arkansas has got the best pitcher in the country. He's won 13 in a row. Uh, the same kid. I think his name is Brett Knight or something. Knight. He, uh, he's the one who Texas had to go up against in game one. And he hasn't lost all season. He's 13 and zero. he's a stud. Uh, just got drafted very high. Uh, the kid pitching for Oregon state tonight. Heimlich, uh, I guess got a couple runs scored on him, obviously four uh, one. But, Oregon State doesn't have the bullpen that Arkansas has got. So, if I was a betting man, which uh, I know I know Uncle Mac is, but can't can't get any action on College World Series apparently, which is the kind of damn some shame. BS. Some BS. I would have loved to bet that game tonight, but uh, I'd take Arkansas to win this whole thing. I think they're gonna go. I hope it goes three games, uh, but I really feel like Arkansas has just got the pitching staff. They've they've been just the hottest team in the country coming into this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to take Arkansas as much as it hurts me, but I got some good friends who are Arkansas fans. So good on you. Texas already got a couple more than you guys, but uh, you know, you deserve one. This is their year. I think
2: Uh, like I said, pretty sure. (laughs) Pretty sure. It was so long ago. How how can I really remember? Right, right. But uh, good luck to your Beavers though. Yeah, big beaver guy. <laughs> big um, beaver guy. That being said, let's do little first impressions. I'm ready. What do we got? We got a couple soccer games coming up. These are on Thursday, so when you listen to this, they will have already happened, which is obviously great for uh, great radio, great for radio. But uh, they don't have games on Friday. Well, they're not posted yet, and that's kind of what we're working with here. So I think
1: no, I think that's because it's done. The group play is done Thursday, and then. Saturday and Sunday is when uh, knockout stage starts.
2: Like I said. That's why. Games aren't posted yet. That's why. Uh, so first game, we got Japan and Poland on Thursday. This classic matchup. Classic
1: matchup. Uh, I like Japan. Uh, it, I think if they win and other things happen, they can actually get through group stage. So I'm going to go with Japan here. Okay. I'm going to take
2: Poland. Uh, next, we've got Sengal and Colombia. Ooh, <laughs> this uh, another another classic matchup. Another
1: classic, Senegal. Uh, <laughs> Senegal in the World Cup every year. Big powerhouse.
2: I'll take Colombia here.
1: Oh, yeah, I got Colombia too. They're gonna destroy Senegal.
2: Next, we've got Lee's England's. What do you? The Brits. The uh,
1: they're called the Three Lions. Really? Yes, that's, that's the name. Cool. That's their nickname of the team.
2: The Three Lions. Three cats. That's kinda, kinda Uh kinda no, good. lions. Uh, Dale, what is your first impression on that? You said who they're playing? Uh, Belgium.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Belgium this year. They have maybe the most talented team and are playing probably the best. Uh, You heard Lee talk about it. He says 3-1 England. I got to say, not so fast because Belgium is playing better than any, any country in the World Cup right now. I'm going to go with Belgium
2: belgium i will roll with my boy lee and take the upset then i'll take england here uh last we've got panama and tunisia don't even think too hard about it i'm taking panama on this one baby with conviction probably a good choice uh it's weird
1: i've been watching and i did watch the uh the tunisia game and i've heard people pronounce it tunisia and i've heard them pronounce it tunisia and i'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it i think they're both wrong actually it's tunisia Tunisia (laughs) I'm not really sure But uh, I'm definitely not going to pick them Because they're not very good And I watched them play the first game against England So I'll take whoever that other team was Panama
2: Panama, yes, I'll take them So you copied all my picks and then No, there was one we had separate Well, because you picked first I mean, you picked England
1: Trying to be the, the homer pick And go with your boy Lee But I'm telling you Belgium's got a chance to win their first World Cup.
2: Hmm. Uh, kiss of death I'm right there, baby. I just did. Sorry, I all did. you Belgians. What do you call those people? Uh, Belgian. All you Belgians. Yeah, there you go. You and your waffles. Ooh, I did like a good waffle. But uh, yeah, you're beat us. you're
1: welcome for that one, Lee. Uh, maybe if you don't if you don't listen to this show, you won't understand how I kiss of death every single thing I pick. So you're welcome. Good luck to England. Uh, but
2: this was a good show, man. What do, what do we got last? Next, we've got our continuation of a hundred things in college football to to look out for. This is at our nightcap, sponsored by the beautiful little just strange lamborghini
1: <laughs> Beer for any occasion. Uh, what? Where are we at on the list right now?
2: Uh, I'm trying to figure that out right now. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we keep saying every single week you need to write something down. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And it never happens.
2: Yeah. Last week or last time we talked a lot about the uh, the Pac-12 and some of the coaching changes that have gone on there and how Chip Kelly is somehow just like flying under the radar as the new UCLA coach. Um. <laughs> Let me see. This thing is hard to read on the fly. It's
1: good radio. But uh, uh we got batters at first and third. One out yeah, for the Diamondbacks. There we go. Five to three right now. And we just need a base hit. Base hit or deep fly ball. And we have hit the over. And he grounded into a double play, you son of a bitch. Nope. Nope. Not a double play. Okay. We're alright. Everything's okay. Two outs. We're top of the ninth top of the ninth we're looking for we're looking for just one base hit
2: here's the thing ed orgeron on the hot seat at lsu he gets a transfer from ohio state in joe burrow can that transfer save ed Ed, uh, orgeron at lsu
1: old coach O. I uh i mean he's got to have a better year this year um lsu has not fared well the last couple seasons they've played like shit Coach O has just been eating too much gumbo, so...
2: Listen to the schedule. They open with Miami at a neutral site. Not good. Not good. Uh, They're in the SEC West, but they still have to play Florida and Georgia from the East. Ouch. Uh, They get to play Alabama and Mississippi at home, though, which is good. That helps. I mean, it's hard to find like seven or eight wins after you rattle those off. It's a tough non-conference, which does help the strength of
1: schedule, obviously. And they and within a couple of years, I want to say 2020, um, they scheduled a home-and-home home with Texas. So uh, that should be fun. We'll have LSU coming to Austin and then a game in Baton Rouge in a couple of years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to schedule these big games. Regardless of whether you win or lose, if you can keep it close and play a good team, to the end of a game yeah it, it definitely looks better than beating tennessee tech by four five six seven touchdowns i mean that that's not going to help that's not going to sh- impress the college football playoff committee so you have to do it and alabama's starting to realize that which is why they scheduled the home and home with
2: texas coming up in 2022 <clears throat> bringing it back to lsu They have a defensive coordinator, Dave Aranda, making $2.5 million a year. Is there any defensive coordinator who's worth that much money?
1: I would say no, but I also thought that, um... Oh, what was the the D coordinator who was going to be the coach-in-waiting for Texas? uh, Went on to coach Florida. Um... Oh, uh Not Chizik. Is it South Carolina now? Yes. Uh, yes. He's I always can't...
2: get real mad to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's always Oh, I enough. love this guy. A must champ.
1: Yeah, Will Muschamp. I thought he was worth that kind of money uh because of what he did for that defense. I mean, they were bad ass. The offense couldn't do shit, but that defense was firing on all cylinders that year. Dude, I love
2: watching Muschamp on the sideline. I do too. He is one of the most angriest coaches. I've He's ever a seen. player's
1: coach, man. He'll get out there and body chest you, like chest bump you, and and push you to the ground. I love Will Muschamp. Um, so I'd say he was worth that much money, if he was still at Texas as a D coordinator. Uh, I still thought he should have been the head coach of Texas after uh, Mac retired finally. But um, no, no, definitely. Not many out there that are worth two and a half million dollars. That's for sure.
2: Uh, bring back the show bet. We've got the bases loaded, top of the ninth,
1: two outs. Uh, this is getting one one. a little uh, a little nervy.
2: We need a. I would love a walk here. Just to hit batter. Just walk, hit him. Hit him. Hit him in the face. <laughs> hit
1: him right in the face. He's got the face guard. He's got the
2: the jaw protection. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta. <clears throat> I, don't, I want to keep going on this list, but I've got a good stopping point. We're at number fifty, which I can, oh, which I can. Remember. You can remember that. I can remember fifty. Yes, no, foul ball. Count one and two. So
1: I guess we'll give you some good radio here for a bit,
2: uh, or we can talk about some more food. <laughs> if you want to talk about some food? Let's let's try to figure out what I'm about to eat right now because
1: what do you what are your options? Tell me tell me what you're thinking, and I'll
2: give you my pick. Well, I've got I've got frozen deer in the fr- in the freezer. Mm, that's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while, and uh, it's not only gonna take a while for me to defrost the deer, but I always have to get the grill started to do that. Exactly. It's, it's my understanding that you really don't want to cook deer in a skillet. It's more of a uh, why is that? I don't know. I I, I read somewhere. Really? No, I just kind of made it up. Oh, but, okay. Um, I feel like it needs to be cooked in uh, on a grill. So. If, a buddy of mine
1: used to fry uh, fry backstrap in his in his uh, flat iron skillet.
2: If I've heard you should fry the backstrap, but I, it's incredible. It, it feels like a little disrespectful to the deer. Like you know, I was there when we took that deer down. Like it should be cooked properly every time. <laughs> uh, don't tell that to the sausage though, because I ate that sausage in like a week. Oh, that sausage was so good that we had the jalapeno oh, you were and there cheese. Too. I forgot. I was there. Oh yeah. Uh, two two top of the ninth two outs and another foul ball. uh
1: what are your other options besides a little venison?
2: I could I could not eat no, that was another option. Mm, which I don't is, know if that's a great option it's I mean it's it's barely an option <laughs> um I don't even know it's in my fridge. I haven't so here's been my my home schedule so I left my house Wednesday morning. That's a long bachelor party. Well, I, I left packed and ready to go. So I was at Haley's. I spent the night at Haley's Wednesday night because that's what you do when you're going out of town to a bachelor party. You spend the night before that with your, with <laughs> your, a good idea. With your lady. Uh, woke up Thursday, went to work and got straight in the, uh, from the plane there and he struck out. Shit. Bottom um, of the ninth, we need to run. And then I hadn't been home until... I got home Sunday night late and Hayley happens to live right next to the airport, so I stayed there Sunday night and didn't come home until last night at eleven o'clock because I went straight from work to game night. So So yeah, I don't think we can uh we can continue. We on can't this. push no. we can't push this thing out. Let's wrap this thing up.
1: We'll wrap it up, but uh you know, you can always go with old faithful, little little Chinese
2: takeout. See that that be is sailed. I would I would have ordered at the beginning of the pro show and we'd be eating it by now.
1: Well I mean you can order it for yourself. I could. You Love know, that them. that's up to you. Uh but yeah, well we'll we'll close things out here for the amateur hour. Um Bell, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for pressing buttons, man. Hey, it's a pleasure to host the podcast. You make this show run. Don't know what we're gonna do without you. Um uh, sure. No chat, don't know where he's at. He's just somewhere selling vacuums. Um coach and uh Mrs. Coach Having a great time in Italy, uh, Spain, in Sevilla right now. At least they were today. Uh, so congratulations on Coach and Mrs. Coach. Yes, sir. And uh, thanks for coming on, Lee Rudder, talking to the World Cup. Uh, hopefully, it's all God save the Queen from here on out for you guys. Uh, that would be a pretty incredible story if uh, everything did happen. Um uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman Ballad. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. We're the Sports Buzz and we are out. Peace! This party
0: is officially over.
2: Dude, that was a
1: solid coach. That's
2: my best coach impression. <laughs> Here's another one. Oh man, look at
1: my look at my goofy haircut. Hey, you guys like my mullet? Hey is.
2: I would never say that about coach. Though.
1: I would never say that about coach. At least not not behind his back. No, I never know.
0: Fucking mold.